Getting In is sponsored by Audible.com. Audible.com has more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio projects. Just for being a Getting In listener, you can get a free audiobook of your choice by going to www.audible.com college. From Slate and Panoply, this is Getting In, a podcast series about the college admissions process. I'm Julie Lifcott-Hames. I'm the former dean of freshmen at Stanford University and the author of the book, How to Raise an Adult. And all through the school year, we're following a group of high school seniors through the highs and lows of getting into college and helping them demystify and depressurize the process. Every few weeks, we'll have longer episodes that zero in on one particular aspect of the admissions process. The next one, coming in October, will focus on the all-important personal essay in which students can show something of themselves beyond just their scores and grades. But in between those longer episodes, we'll be running shorter ones, like today's. In these shows, we'll hear questions from listeners like you, people who call into our voicemail or send us voice memos with specific questions. Helping to answer the questions is our group of veteran admissions officers and college counselors. And remember our motto, it's not just a journey of getting in, but of finding the right fit. Today on Getting In, we wondered what the parents of our 12th graders are feeling as the school year begins. August just got her schedule today, and, you know, she has all these classes she wants to take, and she's not taking any of them. And so she's, you know, the big long line outside the guidance counselor. We'll hear more from them a little later. But first, we received this question from a student named Ben. Hi, this is Ben Cooper calling from Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, my question was, if somebody, you know, had a uh, bad first two years of high school, like, say, they did not get very good grades... Um, because they were dealing with some kind of personal issue, like, you know, they had depression or some kind of, um, you know, thing they were dealing with that made school hard. How worried should they be that those first two years would affect their uh, ability to get into a good college? Thank you. Our expert, Park Muth, answers Ben's question. The question you asked about how worried should you be, in some sense, worry isn't going to help worries a non-productive emotion. Should you understand that low grades are going to be looked at by certainly selective schools and virtually any schools? If you have low grades, that's not going to help you stand out. So it's something you need to be aware of. At one level, the best predictor of success is the transcript, and the best predictor on the transcript are the grades closest to when a student is going off to college. So 11th and the first half of 12th are going to be better predictors. That's the good news. What I don't quite know enough about is what constitutes this student or any student's definition of a good college. I mean, there are schools that turn down the majority of valedictorians that apply. So a student that's had low grades, that's going to affect their viability of getting into some of these schools. At the same time, now I've just said that, that's not an absolute. I mean, there are stories that students tell via essays or interviews or through recommendations or some combination that are very compelling. One student in particular I can think of who had an eating disorder 
and not only eating disorder, but depression. And it affected the student's performance at a significant level, and uh, the student had to take some time off from school. And that ended up being a story that she could tell in a way that was very compelling. And overcoming something in some ways demonstrates they hit a wall, and what did they do? Did they fall and fold, or did they get back up and come back stronger than ever? It does demonstrate certain character traits that usually predict fairly well for not just academic success, but success afterward. And so the end of this story is the student applied to some pretty darn selective schools and got into some of those schools and got into an honors program and the University of Virginia. I talked to the student yesterday, in fact, who's now a fourth-year student and is filling out an application for a Fulbright scholarship. So instead of worry, I would say you need to be proactive in how you're going to address that and how you might demonstrate that what you've learned from that has ultimately been a positive learning experience. That was one of Getting In's experts, Park Muth. Ben, we're glad you called. There are plenty of good schools out there. We're here to help you feel a little bit less stressed about those grades, focus on what you've got going on now rather than what didn't happen right a couple of years ago, and ultimately to help you find a school that's going to be the right fit. Here's another call from Lily in Atlanta. Hi, my name is Lily Turner, calling from Atlanta, Georgia. I'm a ninth grader. I have a question from Ms. Liscott Hames. Um, I just want to say that I listened to her speech the other day at Atlanta International School. And my question is, what is one thing that you would recommend that I do to help me prepare to get into a good college that's right for me in the future? Lily! Thanks so much for calling. I'm so glad that you called in. I'm so glad that you had a chance to hear some of my thoughts when I visited Atlanta recently. Here's my advice for you and any other ninth grader listening. I think the ninth grade in high school is really an opportunity to start to focus on your skills around being a student. High school is challenging, just figuring out how to get the work done, how to plan ahead. You know, that takes a lot of organization and and planning. So, In your freshman year, I would set out to just gain confidence that you know how high school works, that you're doing your homework. When you have questions and concerns, you're going to your teacher. You know, you're you're really kind of leaning into that high school experience. It's not time yet to begin worrying about which college am I going to apply to as a ninth grader. It's more about how can I really set myself up for success academically as a high school student? And that's all about having the right habits in place around studying, around having the courage to ask questions of your teachers, you know, around managing all of the aspects of that high school experience. Good luck to you, Lily. And maybe a few years from now, when it's time for you to apply to college, we'll have some great advice for you from getting in. We really love hearing from you guys. And we want to hear from more students and parents. Our experts will continue to answer your questions. Send us an email, or better yet, a voice memo, to gettingin@slate.com, Or you can call our hotline and leave a message. That number is 929-999-4353. Again, that's 929-999-4353. So, what about the parents of the teens we met last time? How are they feeling right now? This weekend, she was balancing 
homework and college essays and applications and I think the stress level knowing it's senior year is already hit. For me, the nerves come with her reaching so high for colleges that may be way out of her reach. You know, the process has just changed so much from when we were applying to college because I filled out the applications. I th Maybe I used a typewriter, but probably handwritten. Try not yeah. to make any mistakes. Use a little whiteout. Put it in a man manila envelope and, you know, hope you had the right postage on it. Oh, well, my dad was this age. He was drafted in the Army, and that was that. Now, I, for me, I've seen as you. We've played to a couple colleges here and there, handwritten, out they go, and you go where you go. I remember, like, back in my day, you know, I had a, my SAT scores were like a 510 and a 650, and I got into Barnard, you know, but, like, no way I'd get into Barnard now with those scores, you know? And it seems like kids are getting 800s with a drop of a hat. You need to make the test harder. <laughs> <laughs> we can see the light at the end of the tunnel because probably by the end of the year, hopefully, most of what needs to be done will be done. Well, I'm really confused about, about financial aid, so that's my biggest question. Like, and I guess there's a bunch of seminars I'm supposed to go to. <laughs> Have you been to the seminars? No. <laughs> Have no. you been? Because <laughs> hopefully we're eligible. I have no idea, but two hundred forty thousand dollars is a lot of money. <laughs> we heard from Gina Lapera, Alessandra's mom, Jonathan Wells, Ellis's dad, and Amy Graves, August's mom. And that's it for this episode. You can keep up with us and find out more about our experts and teens at slate.com slash getting in. And please leave us a comment in iTunes. It helps other people discover the show. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Julie Lifcott-Hames, and I hope you'll join us next time on Getting In. Getting In is a production of Slate and Panoply Media. Michelle Siegel is our producer. Production help from Barry Finkel. Our executive producer is Laura Mayer. Panoply's chief content officer is Andy Bowers. Getting In is sponsored by Audible.com. Audible has more than 180,000 audiobooks. You can download them and access them on a bunch of different devices, on iPhones, Android, Kindle, or pretty much any other MP3 player. One book to try out from Audible is Bird by Bird by Anne Lamott. Right now, a lot of high school seniors are struggling with college application essay writing. Through vivid personal stories and practical tips, Lamott illustrates all kinds of ways to tackle common writing problems. If you want to listen to Bird by Bird or many other books, Audible has it. With more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word products, you'll find what you're looking for. Get a free audiobook and a 30-day trial today by signing up at www.audible.com slash college. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot com slash college.